Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Chris Vidal taught in Singapore for 15 years before creating Singapore's number one expat magazine, which he sold to one of the world's largest publishing agencies before the age of 40. A diverse career path in leadership and management took her to Bali, Sri Lanka and the Maldives, specialising in resort retail, destination management, health and wellness, public relations and life coaching. Now settled on the Gold Coast of Queensland, Australia, Chris is realising her passion for connecting and empowering women in their 60s. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you, uh, Leanne. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your story and then talking about our theme of women in their 60s. But first, do you want to let our listeners know a bit more about you and how you got to where you are and what, why you're doing what you do? Yes, thank you. I will. Um, I'm now a very happy 64 uh, years young. And um, it was actually when I was 59, I was working in the Maldives. I had the most unbelievable job. I was restyling jewelry stores in the top resorts in the Maldives. So I got to, you know, live the life for a year and absolutely loved it. Came to an end, came back to Australia. And I just thought, whoa, I'm, I'm turning 60. What on earth am I going to do? Um, I've had various jobs in my life. I'm a qualified school teacher. And um, my daughter turned around to me and she said, well, why don't you just go and drive for Uber until you decide what's, what you want to do? So I did, and I had three months of just meeting the most sensational people. Um, that was two months before my birthday, and I suddenly got excited that I wasn't just turning 60. I had 10 years of being 60. It was a whole decade. And I thought, you know, this is the time where I've got to live with intention. I've got to, you know, cover a whole lot of things that maybe I've been standing back from. And I just suddenly thought, I, I was excited. It was absolutely ridiculous. And it was at that point um, that I decided I would put up uh, a Facebook and a website and just see if anybody else thought the same as me. And I thought, if nobody, I could just take it down and run away. But um, slowly over the last four years, I have met and been in the company of the most gorgeous, gorgeous women. Um, and as, as I was saying to you, you know, some of these women, or most of these women have had you know, huge positions of responsibility and suddenly retiring and, you know, not being within their tribe. They've always had those people at work to stimulate them and really have forgotten how to or didn't have the energy to go and meet new people. And I think this is so important. I think people should keep meeting new people and open up doors of opportunities throughout their life, especially in the, I think Jane Fonda calls this our third act where, you know, this is where everything comes together because we are very, very skilled in, it, in life generally. And so I, you know, I, I live here on the Gold Coast and I work up in Brisbane. I actually work in a, um, a girls' boarding house. And I went to boarding school when I was a kid. I was flown from Singapore to Scotland for nine years at the age of nine. And I can't believe that I'm now in a boarding house, but my goodness, different times, different experiences 
and the girls I meet are awesome and I also you know get involved in their family situations so I always say you know whatever compared what how we're living in our 60s today this is the best time ever to be 60 and you know the opportunities are there we don't need to feel self-conscious about ourselves and um, I relate life to a game of snakes and ladders you know it goes from one to a hundred and we've got these slimy snakes whether it be relationships or finances or medical just you know stinging us at every um every decade and then what us women are really good at is just climbing the next ladder rung by rung until we get you know to another net level in life and i i just think to you know i always say to, to the ladies i meet that our 60s is just over halfway you know a lot of people regard our 60s as you know being at that ending and that is so far from the truth but um i i meet women if, if i don't see women for a few months it's because they've gone on a cruise or they've traveled around the world or they've gone to help in a society or they've gone and looked after their grandchildren so we really are in demand and there's a lot left for us to to start again i i say that we we need four things in our 60s we need an attitude and if we haven't got an attitude, we've got to go and get one and we've got to develop it. Now, it doesn't mean to say we need to be hoity and, you know, um, over the top in, in um, all about us. It's all about being able to cope with things and to sit down and just say, this is who I am. This is where I want to go. And the second thing is health. And we've got to have the best health now because whatever we do for ourselves, whether it's for our bodies, what we eat, how we exercise, will benefit us in in 10 years time. The third thing is, well, it's, it's friendship. And that is really important. And as I said before, to, to keep meeting new friends. And finally is to keep learning. You know, there's so many online courses. And, you know, I've been told that if you start something new each month, and you keep on it for a month, you know, by the end of a year, you are so knowledgeable about so many different things and some you might find that you're an expert in so it's a, it's an exciting time in life it's definitely exciting isn't it because I, I just uh, oh, quite a few points came up to me then thinking oh god i want to talk about that but one thing i did want to bring up is that i remember being in my 20s and 30s and thinking oh my god 50 and 60 that's so old you know we won't be able to do anything when we get 50 and 60 but now i'm in my 50s and we're talking to you who's so vibrant you know in your 60s it's different isn't it because we are not who we actually thought or who society sort of said 50s and 60s were we're very different women now aren't we and there's so much more out there for us that is so true so true and i think each decade leads us to another you know um i still think the 50s is quite a responsible decade and you know you're, you're amazing in your 50s because you're looking after your your children growing up your husband's in a, in a business and then you've got parents as well when you get to 60s of course it's similar but we've got we're 10 years ahead so our children are older you know i i have a two in their 30s one lives in germany the other in singapore very independent um with different lives of their own and i learn from them all the time and it's it's 
it's just a decade of, I think we've got to pat ourselves on our back. You know, we've got Mother's Day coming up soon. And, and I've just asked the question to a group saying, what does Mother's Day mean to you? And, you know, it's, it's different things. It's, it's sitting back sometimes with a glass of wine and saying, I have done a good job here. You know, because there's a lot of time mums don't do that. They criticize themselves and they um, pick fault with themselves where they've got to look at these human beings and say, you know, I've been on their journey as well as done mine. And um, it's, it is, it's, as I say, when I turned 60, it was, it was a realization of the possibilities. And I do think, you know, living with intention is, is a huge one. I, I've written a book called Power of Women in Our 60s. And my last chapter is literally the mega to-do list. And it's all to do, I, I am a list person. And it's not necessarily the value of making a list. It's looking back at what you've accomplished. And, you know, all the ticks and flicks of what you've actually done. And, you know, who you want to meet, what you want to read, the movies you want to see, all quite simple. But when you've got them recorded with an intention, you tend to do it. And then when you look back on it, even if it's taking you a lot longer to actually get it done, you look back on it and you think, goodness, I've really been involved with, with quite a lot of things. Yeah, I love that to-do list. I mean, it's very similar to what I do because I'm a bucket list coach. So yeah. I'm getting people to write that list down and it doesn't have to be the big travel things that everyone talks about, you know, because that's not a bucket list. It can be a holistic fulfilling bucket list where it's the little things like what movie do you want to go and see that you haven't seen before? What are the little things that you can do that make you, that sense of achievement, you know, so wonderful that you've ticked something off your list that you've got to do. And mm -hmm. the great thing about bucket lists or these lists that you're talking about is it's for any age, isn't it? You can be, uh, you know, children, in families, in couples, and it can be in the 50s and 60s. You don't have to, you know, keep waiting because I noticed a lot of people that I was talking to for a long time were, oh, when I retire or when I have time or when I have money, it's mm. not that is it there's so much you can do without having to worry about the time issue the money issue that that is you are so right there it's i totally agree with you it's it is those little things and i think with having this um social distancing for the last for some people four or five weeks and the contentment you know i i mean i've called it <clears throat> a gift of time because when you get older um i know a lot of you know people towards the end of their life just ask that gift of time and we've been given it and um you know we've had a lot of zoom meetings which has just been a lot of fun some of us dress up in hats and we have a background of the eiffel tower to go with our outfit and you know the girls who travel around the world have just got so much to share but everyone is actually quite content with um it, it's that feel good you know we've got to do things each day that just makes us you know, feel good about ourselves. And, and that's what life's all about. You know, it's not necessarily, as you were saying, looking for the big adventure all the time. I know some people live from cruise to cruise to cruise. That's not my bus, it's maybe somebody else's. But I think there's a reality, as you say, to, to sit down and write it down, you know, a bucket list of just bucket load of little things that, that fill you up in, and make you feel good. Mm, definitely. Now, one of the things that you mentioned was health. 
in your 60s and, and I know that I'm very strong in talking to women in their 40s and 50s saying you know keep your health up because you want to be healthy in your 60s when you do retire or you know as you're getting older you want to be able to do those things that you've been saying that one day like even though I promote do it now you still got you know plenty of time to do what you want to do in your 60s is that a challenge that you're finding that women in their 60s were looking after their health originally and now are or what's actually been happening about health that's a that's a really good question i think in the past um and certainly at our age we've been through so many different fads you know we've been through the the smoking era where there was nothing wrong with having a cigarette and the drinking etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's only as we've come you know through all of that and some of us better than others and it's the realization of how we're harming ourselves i mean to be honest you know we we're the generation that actually came through and invented and used plastic with such pride because we had no idea how it would harm the planet now we're we're at the forefront of you know encouraging this to to come to an end as in smoking and, and drinking so to be able to look at yourself and say what do i need as a person as a body to be able to in 10 years time and this is the fact get off from your toilet without using you know a frame on the wall and you know there are there are still many 60 year olds who walk around with a walker and that's because they're you know they've stopped exercise or they've had you know a medical problem that they haven't been able to recover from so quickly and i think those are the big issues that we've got to you know realize now that we're on our third act so we can actually start right now and say this is how i want to be in 20 30 years time um because that's what it's going to be and i you know some of the women who or most of them i would say still dress so elegantly you know and and we all have so much energy in ourselves and and there's such a welcoming so i think it's state of mind so if you're healthy you've got a good state of mind you know and that propels you on to wanting to challenge yourself and do other things in life mm, mm, i love that and, and you're talking about um the way you dress yourselves now i've noticed a lot more women in their 60s on like facebook or instagram especially instagram now seems to be they're taking that up and they're looking so stylish and they've got their own way of dressing and it doesn't have to be that old lady way of dressing does it it's like you can be who you want to be and and be proud of it absolutely right absolutely you know when we when we go into shopping centers and i i will mention zara for example zara is full of 60s women going in and trying on you know zazzy tops just elegant it's it's got a flair it's a little vintage but you know moved on in time and and allows the elegance gorgeous shoes and boots so i think we're you know we we were very conscious in the past i remember you know if your bra strap showed or if your top didn't go with you your you know your bottoms or you know the scarf had to fit now um as you were saying you look on instagram or you look on pinterest and you've got these bizarre combinations of colors and stripes and you know flowers behind the ear and and gorgeous specs that we can now wear so i think it's an indulgence of um why not you know rather than why or can we it's just why not just put them together and put them on and feel good mm. yeah. yeah oh i love it i love seeing that and especially like 
like when I go running, I see women in their 60s and 70s going and zooming past me. So they're looking out to their health. And then when I go out and they're dressed up and they just look beautiful and they have their own style and they're loving it. Mm-hmm. And, and I suppose the other thing I wanted to bring up too that you mentioned was women in their 60s getting together and not just thinking they have to stay at home. It's that friendship. It's that support group. It's, it's getting it there and still being active in the community, isn't it? It's so true. It's um, I love it now because, you know, when I go out and I'm, if I was to sit at a bar on my own, you're not classed as something that's, you know, not, not being, being in the wrong place for a single lady, which was very much the case many, many years ago. I just love it if I'm sitting there and another single female comes and chats because we end up just, you know, having a wine and chatting about, about life. And it's, it's a pleasure. Whereas I think in the past, you know, to go and sit at a little table in the corner, um, you're not opening yourself up to company. And um, I know some of the coffee shops now, they have a big wooden table in the middle of the cafe with newspapers and magazines in the middle. So to go and sit somewhere like that um, and, you know, to to have um, companies is lovely. Because I think a a lot of us um, are on our own. Um, We've decided to be independent and live happily. I I think there it's more important to get out and connect and meet um, meet people. There is a um, I do know there's uh, for example loneliness at our age is um, is quite huge, and what I I've chatted with with some of the ladies and what we need to do is we need to change our loneliness into actually getting into communities where we end up giving to others because that can just change your state. You know, I've spoken to some women, for example, who haven't had a family and they haven't had children. And that has to be lonely. But, you know, to be able to get out of that and go to a hospital and just sit and chat with little kids who just absolutely adore rambling on to our age because they know we listen and they know we have compassion. You know, it's a two-way give there. And, and that can really change. It's, it's um, as you know, you know, with retirement villages now, they're bringing in little ones mm. um, to connect because obviously when you get into your 80s, it's, um, it, it can be a lonely time if your partner's left you. Yeah, it's definitely important with, you know, the loneliness factor because that is one thing I have noticed. Um, there are more women that are independent now. They, yeah. you know, their children are off living their independent lives and even though you might stay in contact, you are living by yourself um, and it could be to, to a range of reasons. But it's really important to have that contact. And I know with you having your um, Facebook group especially, are you finding women are loving that interaction and that's where a starting point for them to, to sort of think, okay, well, I might interact a little bit or I might just see what's happening and then they get more involved and then they start to blossom and start thinking, okay, well, I can actually be a, a person that's you know, truly worthwhile, that you know, I can get out there and, and be with others. Absolutely right. No, you're, you're right. The value of that is huge. And it's, I love it when um, I know that out with the group, couples are getting together. So, you know, you've got um, women who are married and they meet somebody in the group and then have a foursome go out for dinner with husbands. And these are people they would never have a chance to meet, you know, or else you've got girlfriends who tell each other about the hands-on craft that they go to. So women then um, find out what, what's going on out with, um, you know, power of women in our 60s. So there's, there's a huge networking that starts. And I always say, I, I, I have a group um, 
probably once every two months and it's only for newcomers who haven't been to a meetup because I tell you at this age to step out of your comfort zone and walk into a room and a whole lot of women you know um, the same age can be daunting and I've had women who've said oh my gosh it's taken me three times to get here just haven't had the courage to walk through because we haven't done that for so long um, you know, many of my um, jobs have been networking or socializing within, you know, within companies and fairly big um, connections. And you get to this age where, you know, it takes a bit of bravado to get out of your comfort zone and literally just open up to people. But the, uh, the meetups we have are just sensational. I, I, I am so in gratitude to the women who come because they don't come for themselves after a few weeks they come for everyone else and I get women you know sharing their story of breast cancer or you know um, a sad story about grandchildren or um, you know family um, or even personal financial journeys that they're struggling with and you'll end up that somebody is in a position to be able to support that person or even just, you know, go and connect and, and have a coffee afterwards. The, the lead on, if, you know, the on-on effect is, is just huge. So that, I think, is, is certainly what's been created in the last um, four years, which is nice. Yeah, I love it. It's absolutely beautiful. I love talking to you about this, and I'm just so glad there's someone out there, you know, pulling for these women in their 60s, people in their 60s, because <laughs> I'm there for the 50s. <laughs> So we've got to, you know, I'm, I love how you picked up on those things like health and friendship and, you know, all those points you brought up saying, you know, about loneliness and we need to get out there and you can be that confident woman and, you know, dress how you want and be how you want because, you know, it's too sad to be sitting at a home and we should, shouldn't be doing that. So I'm loving that. Thank you so much, Chris, for coming on today. And I'd love it if our listeners would um, wanted to connect with you or find out more about what you do, where's the best place to go? Oh, I'd, I'd love them to connect. Um, thank you, Leanne. It's, uh, it's powerofwomeninour60s.com. And through that, you get to know about our meetups, our Instagram. Facebook is funny. I mean, we all say what we think, and there's some great comments on there. So it just opens up the world of, um, you know, us, us amazing women in our 60s. And thank you for letting me, you know, reach out to others who, who, are, who are listening at this stage. Oh, thank you're you. so welcome. I've loved it. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Igniters, how awesome is Chris's passion for women in their 60s? There are so many opportunities now out there for women and I recommend you contact Chris and her website is www.powerofwomeninour60s.com. If you want to find out more about getting in a balance to cope with what the world is throwing at us, go to my website www.leanneblaney.com.